The following podcast contains explicit language, toilet humor, adult themes, dick jokes, gluten, fat, preservatives, and people running with scissors. Listening to this podcast could make a shindig break out. Maybe even a hootenanny. That being said, it's time for Live, Laugh, Lollygag, your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Now your hosts, Worm and Squints. Hey, welcome ladies and gentlemen to our brand spanking new home right here on Throwback 102. Worm here with you at Squints over there. Hey, So, uh, sorry for not uh, coming on the air last week. You know what? Everybody just needs a break every now and then. And that is exactly what you and I needed, I think. I think it was... Yeah, we both needed one, but I, I really needed one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you called and you were like, you're like, hey, can we just not do the podcast this no, week? I think what I said was, so, uh, like, I knew it was Tuesday, and I was like, so, uh, we're doing the podcast today? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> which, yeah. Which, which basically, hint, it. it was my hint, it was the implication of, hey, can we not do that today? Yeah, you were like, can we just, can we, we can, like, reschedule it to Thursday. I was like, ah, yeah, we'll just, we'll just take a week off and come back strong next Tuesday, and that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, hopefully you guys uh, didn't miss us too much. Maybe you listen to some old episodes again, which are available on Spotify, by the way, and Apple, Apple podcasts, Apple podcast music, whatever it is. Um, so you um, actually, um, I don't know, I don't know if you know this person or not. We're not going to say her name, but uh, we had yet another person that I know. Um, I, I I really hate to start the show off on on a on a really really sad note, but. It happens a lot more now than it did 10 years ago. Uh, I'm tired of seeing my friends take their lives. And we're not going to stay on this very long. This is not something we're going to talk about for 20 minutes. All I'm saying, and, and I put this as a Facebook status the other day, check on your friends. Just Even if it's just a, hey, how's it going? Is everything okay with you? Hey, let's get lunch sometime. Talk about shit. Do that. You know, e- Even if it's somebody that you don't talk to very often, Check on them. If you see them that they they added a status that's kind of that's kind of sketchy, a little cryptic. Yeah, hit them up. Hey, you're all right. You good? Anything I can do for you? I don't have any money, but I can I can be a an ear if you need an ear. Or 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 you don't even have to wait until you see the telltale signs, yeah. or you might not even see the signs. Just, yeah, you know, check up. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's not something we're going to stay on very long. It's just uh, if you have friends, act like you give a shit about them, and you never know. A small, hey, are you okay message can really save someone's life. Are we on? Uh, on yeah. We're on Music City Underground. Why? Can you call Jordan, please, and see uh, see what we can do about that? Okay. So uh, we're on Music City Underground instead. Uh, we're not on Throwback 102 yet, even though I thought that that was, that was fixed. Um, so, yeah, we may have to uh, just do it on, uh, on Music City Underground here. Let me update my Facebook status to let people know. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. I'm just a talent. Well, I I was supposed to be going on uh Throwback 102. Yeah. Hang on. I know that face if I've ever seen it before. It's my f- I'm fucking annoyed face. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, because with this was supp- supposed to be set up but it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. So uh, and maybe Jordan will come up here and fix it. If not, we'll just do Music City Underground again this year, uh, this uh, this time. But uh, you know, it's uh, like I said, just check on your friends and check and make sure that they're okay because that "Are you okay?" could could save a life. Just thought, what did you just do? I just dropped a pen. Oh, is that it? 
Okay. What's up? You may do that while I'm doing the show. Is that is that what needs to happen? Because I'm I'm live on the air right now, so we'll wait till next time. Let let's just wait till next time. Okay. Jeez. Like like a monkey fucking a football. Like a monkey having sex with a Pringles can with sponges and a Vaseline and a rubber glove with a rubber band around it. You act like you know from experience, Glenn. Super specific. <laughs> it's just, man, it's it's like, you know, you, you think something's going to be done, and it's not. And instead, I got the intern in here rapping for an hour. <laughs> He's, <looking at> me. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. Anyway, do I... No, not no, 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 no. I thought it was already done because we did the Friday night uh, house party here on Throwback 102. It should have already been done. I'm just a talent. I don't know what you bozos are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Do what? I figure. I figured Jordan would have. Is the reason I said that. So you're making a lot of assumptions around here, and I know things about assumptions, as I'm sure you do too. When you make assumptions. So are we just going to completely overlook the fact <clears throat> that you just told people how to fuck a Pringles can? Dude, it's on Reddit. It's on the internet. I, did, I didn't create this. It, it is out there for the public to see. I just have done it before and decided to I've let- never done that. I've always wanted to because I, it's like, okay, MacGyver when we were kids, right? That was a cool show. Yeah, you're the MacGyver of fucking things. No, it's just cool building stuff. And you can, you ever built something? Yeah. And you, after you're done with it? You're I like, didn't fuck it. You're like, hey, I did that. Didn't fuck it. But in this case, you could be like, hey, I did that. Also, <laughs> I'm about to do that. <laughs> right, right now. I'll, I'll never, I, I would never be able to look at the Pringles guy the same way ever again. Hmm. Have to throw a wig on him. Leave yeah. the mustache, though. <laughs> Leave the mustache <laughs> on me. It is. So, yeah, we're on uh, We're on Music City Underground. Uh, we're going to be on Throwback 102 uh, next week, apparently. And... Uh, so you had uh, something happen last weekend, and I don't know. I, I'm sure you're tired of talking about it, and we're not going to say where it was because I, I, I she doesn't want to. She right. doesn't want to relive it. She does. She wants it to go away, and I get it. But how many people have you had ask you about that fight in the last three days? Yeah, easily over a fifty. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right there front and center. At, at, at least somebody can say you weren't doing your job. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you were definitely doing your job. Couldn't do it as effectively uh, as I wanted to, you know, like the old days, because of social media. Because yeah. I tell you what I wanted to do. <laughs> and what was, was that? Uh, grab the girl that was starting the fight. The and girl? Whoa. Whoa, sir. She was a big girl. Uh, I would have liked to, if she didn't have a handful of hair, which I had to like do some th- certain things to get her hand to un- unclench the girl's weave. But I would have loved to choke the girl out and drag her out of the bar. Or, while she was hitting me in the face, I would have loved to slap her in the face one good time. Yeah. Uh, but you can't do that. And there's a lot of liabilities and legal stuff uh, for insurance purposes and legal purposes. You can't do things like you used to at, old, at uh, the old bars. Like the good old days. Like knock someone out and drag them out the bar. Yeah. Um. But also, at the, at the same time, as I was trying to get her to unclench this girl's hair and stop swinging on people, all these guys were surrounding her and, and telling uh, me and the, the security guys to not do anything about it because they were, they were handling it. But if we touched her, 
they were gonna beat the shit out of all of us. It was like <laughs> it was like three of us and like thirty dudes. Yeah. And uh so it was not fun. She got a pool stick and eventually shirtless running through the bar, cracked a pool stick on a dude's head and broke it. Titties all flopping. Yeah. Now uh, I, I will there was one part of that video that made me laugh. Did you happen to see the little scrawny the little scrawny the white girl? dude? No. Oh. The white guy. Hunter. Is that his name? <laughs> so he that's her, that's her uh, cousin. So he uh, acted like uh, Johnny B. Bad and w- grabbed the pool stick and acted like he was about to hit somebody with oh, it. Oh, he would have. However, a 110 pound girl held him back. Said something to him that really <laughs> made the difference. She could not overpower him. He's very. <laughs> he's a stop. I'm dude. just saying it kind of looked like he wanted to do something, but he didn't. He wanted but he to, really didn't. but it's the I've had to say it to him before. Hey, man, for for that person's sake, your cousin's sake, your kinfolk's sake, don't be doing that. Kinfolk's sake. He's related to who we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I was wrong on that one. Yep. It's funny though, because later on he did the same thing. Because because I didn't know who the guy was. I thought, man, look at this look at this white boy over here acting act like he all big and bad and got some hundred and ten pound girl holding him back. I said the same thing. I said, dude, get inside for your, for, for her <laughs> like, sake. Like he act like he wanted to do something. Then he realized I don't want that smoke and decided he was gonna back down. Oh, he could, he could bring the smoke. I've seen it. <laughs> all right. So so seeing that, I'm not gonna lie to you, kind of brought back some memories. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of tackling women? No, I've never tackled a woman, man. I don't Come think that was. On. Someone said I tackled her. It wasn't really a form. It wasn't a form tackle. It was just more of like a get the fuck back tackle. A bulldoze, if yeah. you will. Yeah, you know, you have to bulldoze. A hit stick sometimes. from Madden. <laughs> <laughs> so it brought me back to the days of the Western Club. Yikes! Now, I, a lot of our younger people are never got a chance to endure the Western Club or the big nasty, as people call it. The, uh, the WC, if you will. The Western Club was an after-hour club in West Monroe uh, that stayed open until 4 a.m. BYOB, correct? Absolutely. I did BYOB, not know that. Uh, you cannot have bottled beer. It has to be in a can. But you can have bottles of liquor, which was kind of weird to me. But stayed open until 4 a.m. So after the bar closed, you grab your beer, go to the Western Club. That's what happened. I went one time. Was not warned about anything. Oh uh, no! <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't get thrown into the uh, to the shallow end of the Western Club. People just don't tell you, and they throw you straight in the deep end. I'm sure you know him. I'll bet a hundred dollars right now. But the door guy was a midget. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, of course. And I go in there, and uh, it was it was, Chris. It was line dances, and it was I was like, hey, uh, it was like a girl behind a bar. I was like, let me get a you know whatever drink. She's like, we ain't got none. You got to bring your own. And I looked around, and I was like. 13 styrofoam ice chests everywhere. Oh, yeah. They were everywhere, man. And then that, I saw my mom's boss at the time. I was going to say, I thought you said you, said you found your mom's, your mom. No. <laughs> I, I made eye contact with this woman that was my mom's boss at a very nice corporation where she had no business being in there. <laughs> and I looked at her and she goes, oh, my God, don't you dare tell your mother I was in there. I was like, too late. And I, I was like, did. oh, my, my slider phone <laughs> texting away. <laughs> Yeah, so I've always said that you're not an actual citizen of Monroe and West Monroe unless you've witnessed a fight in the Western Club. Never saw. I mean, just the one time I didn't see a fight. Because, dude, I you know I, I saw some good fights at Blue Monkey. I saw some good fights at Top Gun. I saw some straight up knockdown, bar clearing, drag outs at the Western Club. Some slobber knockers. Some slobber knockers. By God, he's got a family. <laughs> kind of kind of fights, you know. And uh, it, it made me think about that because somebody was asking where it was on Facebook earlier today. And and I was like, 
You know, it's been that long since I've been to a, a an after-hours bar. I'm good. Now, there, there's something we're going to talk about a little bit later. I'm going to run an idea by you, and it's an idea that somebody gave me that I've really been thinking about doing. So we're going to be talking about that coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, also, there's another list online. 26 TV shows that just weren't as good as everybody says they are. We're going to say we're, some of them are going to piss you off. Some of them you're probably going to agree with. Uh, also... What else did I have? Damn it. Oh, oh. yeah, the, uh, the the murder mystery uh, the, in 1985. The local yeah. murder mystery. So we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but we're going to talk about that more next week. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. We're going we're gonna to talk all about it. we got to pay some bills. Whenever we come back, though, we're going to talk about the, uh, the 26 TV shows that just weren't as good as everybody says they were. So, uh, yeah, stick around. Wes. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts. Worm. Don't pull your balls out in front of your children. Just- and squints. My nickname in high school was Boner Boy. I do not want to hear a word about it. <laughs> so it is Live, Laugh, Lollygag. Hopefully you guys are having a great night, having a great weekend, whatever it is that you're listening to this on, whether it's uh, live on Music City Underground. By the way, uh, next week we're going to be on Throwback 102 uh, if I have to do it myself. And I <clears throat> I really hope I don't because I know I'm going to screw something up because <laughs> I'm not tech savvy like the rest of you the are people not. around here are. Uh, now, I, I came across a list earlier. Now, this this list is from last year, and somehow I, somehow I missed it mainly because I don't pay attention to crap like this. But uh, it is the 26 TV shows that don't deserve the praise they get. Now, can this I, is from uh, BoredPanda.com. Now, her name. Can I pronounce it? Go ahead. I I copied and pasted it into Google with the trying to get it pronounced in the little audio thing they have, and Google literally shut down. Like, <laughs> like my you fo- broke Google. No, it force crashed out of my phone. So <laughs> it's Constanceja, Constanceja, Gazetite, Gazetite. Yeah, sure. Now I'm guessing these are these are shows that that she personally doesn't like. Now she seems like a foreign person. Yeah, sure. And, and so, she does. And apparently she doesn't understand football because uh, right. number one, the number one uh, TV shows that don't deserve the praise they get, the Super Bowl. I wonder how many now, Super Bowls her country won. I tell you, exactly. No, you know, I I don't I don't agree with it, but I I will say uh, that what she said about it's pretty funny. No continue no continuity. They keep changing the main characters every goddamn year. The central romantic arc between Tom Brady and everyone on Earth got stale real quick. Weirdest laugh track of any show on this list, guaranteed. The lack of female representation is beyond cringe. Besides, Tom Brady isn't there a single female character for almost 30 seasons. But the final straw was for me was the way they killed off Kaepernick. Finally get a character with real substance to kill him off because cancel culture has no fucking boundaries. <laughs> Kaepernick. I'm with it. <laughs> I, I I told you I knew you told me not to, but I skipped ahead. I'm I'm kind of with everything she, this person's saying so far. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. All right. Number two, Grey's Anatomy. That show just needs to end. I agree. Honestly, I think the only people that watch it are the people that are in the medical field. Or because I'm not gonna be I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Years ago, I tried to watch it and it puts me to fucking sleep. Or or hear me out. Okay. Whores. Wow. Yes. I've spent many an hours watching some Grey's Anatomy. Just for some poon. 
That was the old me, but yes. <laughs> Number three, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is something that always baffled me and how it beyond, went beyond two seasons. They find the same loop of storyline repeated in every season. They run, they find shelter, they go out for food, someone gets bitten, they get overrun, they have to find somewhere new. Rinse and repeat for like ten seasons. Oh, and she, this person's right. I gotta be honest with you, I agree with it, but I know I know for a fact what the uh, what everybody loves about Walking Dead and the reason that they put up with the same shit every season. Daryl. The character development, yeah. development, well, because the, the characters are pretty gripping, and the way that they they make the characters evolve and change is very fucking good. I used to be a big Walking Dead when it, when it was first out, like yeah. the first four episodes or yeah. seasons. Loved it when he, when Rick Grimes went into the city of Atlanta, like yeah. on the horseback. That was awesome. Um, I loved the sword stuff and Daryl, obviously. Yeah. Um, Maggie, Maggie, right? yeah, oh, had a big boner for her. Yeah. Um, but then and then Negan, that was the last. Spoiler alert: Glenn dies. Yeah, or he didn't. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't long after Negan killed Glenn that I quit watching. Same, because I, I. I mean, I. I, I kind of see seen where that was going after uh, the tiger. I stopped. Yeah, before I, that. I was. I was kind of done with that. Uh, number four, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Now, I watched that show until the end, ma- right. ma- mainly for Neil Patrick Harris. I'm not gonna lie, because right. I think he's funny. Uh, what's the the other guy? Not the uh, tall guy, but I can't uh, remember. Jason. Jason. Uh, not him. The other dude, the the Ross, the the knockoff, yeah, Ted, yeah. super annoying. Yeah, it said how I met your mother. Every episode glorifies Ted's toxic behavior and makes it look romantic. I get so triggered watching that show. Uh, number five, it's if no one else will say it, I will. Squid Game is way overhyped. I've never seen it. Haven't I either. Don't understand it? Uh, Gilmore Girls, never seen it either. Friends being at number seven, too Thank low. God, yeah, it should definitely should have been number one. Uh, number eight, most doctor hospital shows, they they can be okay for a while, but they get too predictable quickly and run for way too long. Perfect, AKA, perfect example, Mac. House. Yeah, I, I liked I, I like I liked it, but it was the same. It was, but if he wasn't as funny as as he is, it oh, probably right. wouldn't be as uh, as entertaining. The Big Bang Theory, I've never the only the only reason that I ever watched that show was for the the uh, the blonde headed girl, the really hot one with the glasses with the huge rack. She's now she's now on the, she's now the judge on Night Court. She cut her hair. Yeah, she's the judge on Night Court now. Okay, the new Night Court. Uh, I was gonna say she cut her hair and in, in, uh. No 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 not not Penny, the other one, the woman glasses. Bernadette is her name on the show. Uh, she talks like this. Okay. Yeah, she's she's super hot. Uh, number ten, thirteen reasons why I never saw it. <laughs> what? I love your review of it. Yeah, I I can't, I can't speak. On Never it. saw it. Eat shit. Yeah, number eleven, Game of Thrones. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes. Uh, too dragons, much, yeah, just dragons too and shit really do it for me. Really, that's the reason you don't watch. It was it? annoying. I was like, man, I just rather watch porn back then. Yeah, and, and I heard I heard the endings are just too. There's too many. There's too many like holes in the in I the will, story. We'll say this. I didn't watch it back then, but that just gives me. I get to be. Uh, in 2023, I get to watch Game of Thrones whenever I want to for the first time and enjoy that. Yeah. And not true. a lot of people can say that. Yeah. Number 12, Suits. Never seen it either. Uh, number 13, wow. fuck this chick. Fuck her where she stands. Seinfeld. She says, Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm. In reality, neither of them are funny. Dude, the screen. That's the, why you have no friends, The bitch. picture she chose to say that this show is not funny is, is hilarious. Yeah, is, is, <laughs> is Kramer, in, Kramer smoking a pipe. It's with one of the a- funniest fucking episodes ever. With an ascot. Yeah. <laughs> Number 14, This Is Us. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. What is that? 
It says an intense emotional sensation is to get your weekly cry in, which is healthy, sure, but not the masterpiece everyone's mom makes it out to be. I don't get it. Number 15. Actually, that's something we can talk about yeah. sometime. Yeah, so apparently the guy from Rick and Morty uh, is getting replaced. Innocent until proven guilty. I guess that doesn't uh, count when it's charges of domestic abuse. Like He's not guilty yet, yeah. but he's getting kicked off his own show. Exactly. Resigned from his own game studio. Anyway, that's that's something else we can Sorry. talk about later if you want. Rant. Rick and Morty at number 15. I don't understand that. It's a, it's a super entertaining show. You like I, it? I, yeah. I mean, I, I'll watch it if it's on. I'm not I'm not going to sit there and watch like every season. Never but, knew that. But yeah, I, I'll watch it if it's on. Number 16, um, anime, all in general, I guess. Wow. Uh, I've I've watched some, uh, is it Naruto? 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 Naruto. Naruto. I've watched it. I mean, it's entertaining. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, dude, I watch Dragon Ball Z as a teenager all the time. Oh, yeah. I was a virgin one time. Uh, number 17 is the stupidest fucking thing to ever put on a 27 TV shows that weren't as good as everybody makes them out to be list. Sons of Anarchy. I watched a, a lot of it. It's dude, that was my shit. The no. character development in that show was pretty much up there with Walking Dead. Now, let me let me see what she says about it. Has no one said Sons of Anarchy? It's ridiculous. We were supposed to believe that their club is the most important thing to them all. Why would they? And they would do anything for their brothers, but they just kill each other. It almost never shows why someone would want want to be in that life. We're supposed to root for a main character because everyone loves him, and all I could think was those children get away from all of this. Shut up. It's a fucking TV show. All right. Edgy. Yeah. Right. Number 18. I, I watched a couple of episodes of the show. It wasn't that great. Yeah. I mean, it, it had its moments. Bojack Horseman. Uh, people act like it's some kind of masterful psychological deep dive. It's just another cheap adult comedy animated show. Uh, number 19. You're going to love this one. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Wow. What a. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What a B word. <laughs> I'm trying to cut back on the cussing, but she's she's really testing me. She's an F and B word right now. Maybe a, a C word. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Every character is deplorable, and it just isn't funny. Uh, number 20, Euphoria. I've never seen this. Have you ever seen this? My under, no, I have not. My understanding is, is it's just a lot of drug use and like bisexuality. Okay. Number 21, uh, Firefly. Uh, I've... I, the only thing I've heard about that is that people are pissed that there's not a season two. <laughs> I haven't heard a single good thing about any season after the first. That's because there was only one season. Dumbass. Uh, number 22, uh, Money Heist. Never heard of that one either. Never heard. Uh, number 23, Dexter. Bullshit, bitch. I liked it. Yeah, Dexter was the shit. And she said uh, the first outstanding first season, then meh, all the way to the end. Number 24, Community. I've never seen this one either. Not gonna lie to you. Um, number twenty-five, The West Wing. Meh. It's one of those shows just kind of bored me. You got to be in, into that kind of stuff, though, like political shows. No. Yeah, I just saw it. Are you fucking serious? I hope she never plans on dating a guy. Number twenty-six, The Mandalorian. Actors are bad. It's always the same thing every episode. What are you fucking watching? Mando arrives at a planet, needs something from the inhabitants. They agree to give it to him in exchange of a mission. He agrees. Things don't go smoothly. And eventually he gets what he needed while Baby Yoda does something unexpected, whether it's disappearing or using the Force to prevent Mando from being killed. Same thing every episode, huh? Now, here, here's what I want to see from this bitch. Like, what does she watch? What does she think is funny? I guarantee you the show she... First of all, I know her sense of humor is just dog shit. Now, the fact that she didn't put The Office on this just baffles me. She put 
honestly, she's probably one of those people that thinks that thinks the office are funny. Office is funny, like you do. She probably thinks the office European edition is better than the American. I've heard it is. It's different since it's different styles. Anyway, I I would love to see her cue or things you know recently watched playlist. I bet it's just awful. Yeah, she just I bet seems, she's just absolutely. She just seems worse. like an awful person. And I would call her out, but I don't want to go through the nightmare of reading her name again. Because that was that was bad. Katarina, Kat, Katarina Gia, because I tighty. <laughs> she's like, She's Norwegian or Norse or something. Something like that. She ain't from around here. You ain't from around here, are you, boy? You know, I, there was a couple of, of them there I, I agreed with, but the majority, fuck her. I feel dude. like some people write articles, though, they do stuff like uh, – Sports analysts, they say stuff to get that... Uh, get people riled up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Clickbait kind of stuff. But I, I genuinely believe that she thinks that. You really you really think she she thinks Mandalorian is just the stupidest fucking thing ever? Yeah. I don't see how anybody could do that. Like, I haven't even watched the new season yet. I need to. Yikes. I just haven't had a chance to. New, new, new season coming out soon, too. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that. So let, let's go ahead and touch on this, uh, this Rick and Morty thing uh, while we have okay. time. So what exactly supposedly happened domestic abuse charges from like two years ago now, this is the voice actor for rick and for morty and several characters yeah. for rick and morty yeah. uh, the show uh justin roiland um and he's also got a video game studio squanch studios he's been really? kicked off of that too um he was he was accused of this and he's just now getting uh they're, they're about to go through the i guess the criminal process and make sure he's guilty or not um but Adult uh, Cartoon Network cut its ties with him. You know they just signed for like a ten more season run, and yeah. they, they said we regret to inform uh, everyone that you know he's we've cut ties with Justin Roiland, which is you know a if he did hit a girl that sucks. Yeah, but b he's literally just a it's the cancel culture thing. So what happens? Okay, so uh, say you're Justin Roiland, right? So what happens if you go to court, you're found not guilty, and then Cartoon Network tries to get you back? No, you can eat. You can eat my ass, and I have a feeling that's what he would do. Yeah, probably so. Because he's, I mean, he's kind of like, I mean, if you watch the show, I mean, he is the show. He does not care. Yeah, like he he is the voice of Rick and the voice of Morty. Now, I guess what they're gonna do. Uh, I've read speculation. They're you know they have a like a multiverse. You know, you can go yeah. to different universes. So if they're gonna get like a hire a voice actor that sounds like him for both Rick and Morty. Yeah. They could go that route. It's going to be a little bit, or they might address it. They break the fourth wall like they always do with Rick. Yeah. Um, they could address it with some little snarky comment and just keep it rolling along. Or they might could do like they get a different celebrity each season or each episode to voice Rick and Morty or have a different version of Rick and Morty. So the same thing happened with the Squidbillies. I don't know if you remember this, like a year ago. He got he got canned, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he got canceled. Now, granted... Uh, unknown henson was a weird fucking guy he's a musician he does music he does like rockabilly kind of country music or whatever very very strange guy and, and eccentric and it, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if the dude did say racist things that they accused him of saying but i don't think he was ever found guilty either he was just staying in character man yeah and so he was the voice of early kyler and he was that show let's mm -hmm. be honest so they canceled him, and they brought in, of all fucking people, Tracy Morgan to voice Early Kyler. I haven't watched it since. I, I refuse. Know that. Yeah. Tracy Morgan is the voice of Early Kyler now. 
I don't want to watch. Rick I and, don't either. I don't want to watch Rick and oh. Morty. I'm. I have a, a Rick Sanchez tattoo on yeah, my forearm. He really does. He's not joking. Um, I'm gonna give it a, a shot, but I mean, if it's, I don't know, man. It, like if it's, it's like the Johnny Depp thing. You know, he was accused of stuff, and then he's not guilty. So now, now what? Because Pirates of the Caribbean was moving is moved away from him. Yeah, I mean, he he probably didn't want to do Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. But anyway. still, to be, I mean, let's be honest. It's just really annoying and it, it sucks. But I agree. I, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. Trust me. Haven't said that. If he's, a, if he's if he's if honestly, I'm, I'm the type like even if he's found guilty, like I like uh, Kanye West. I still like Kanye West music. Yeah, I'm still going to bang some R. Kelly music. I mean, I got to be honest with you though. Some of the stuff Kanye's saying, and actually, kind of some of it, some of it. Now, I'm not saying now. Don't, don't say Worms a Kanye supporter. I am shit. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of the stuff that he's saying that does make a little bit of sense. He's just not going about it the right way. He's being fucking weird and just being Kanye. Dude, you can't go. You, you can't talk poorly against the J word. He found that out. The J word. I'm motioning something. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. I, now that part I don't agree with at all. Like I, I, I think it's I think it's stupid that people get upset about the word, even though the word's been like. I mean, that's how people refer to Jewish people, right? I'm not going to say the words. Well, I don't. I don't people aren't mad canceled. about what they're not mad that he said the word Jew. Yeah, they're mad that he said some things that struck. Some, the, the the J words are uh, controlling money and bank, big banks and I mean his bank account got like frozen immediately <laughs> <laughs> like literally immediately way to way to go against what he's saying everybody you know it, I, so it wasn't the actual word that got him in trouble it's what he no. said about the word okay. anti-Semitic remarks just oh, yeah. like well, Kyrie fuck, Irving well, fuck him for that I mean that's that was just something stupid that he said like I mean it, it, in the culture that we live in today you can't fucking say that yeah I don't think he's I'm not gonna say he's right or wrong. But I think he is—he was uh, very poor decision making on his part. Really, you think he Kanye, Kanye making poor decisions? He could uh, also Kim K messed him up, man. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, man. She did him dirty. Absolutely, I agree. We've all we've all been heartbroken and wanted to go on a rant about because, Jewish people because before, he, you know. He, here's the thing: Kanye wasn't that bad before him and Kim K got together. Like he was just a rapper. Yeah, you know, he spoke his mind, but it wasn't anything too fucking outrageous. My family. Effed him up, and he was making decent music before he met Kim too. I think after he, after he met Kim, all his music was just fucking weird. Before we got on a tan- off on a tangent, I think my point is, you have to do some really bad, like awful things that I just really can't get on board with for me to not listen to your music or watch your TV show anymore. The whole cancel culture thing does not swing with me. No, it, it doesn't swing with me at all. Like I, I R. Kelly has sex with underage girls, right? Yeah. He I like still peed on them and stuff. People still dance to his music. I'm in the still clubs. gonna dance of yeah. Toot, toot. yeah. I, I I played Ignition two toot, weeks ago toot. and people went nuts. I played Bump and Grind a couple of weeks ago. Actually about a month ago. Everybody was dancing to it and this one girl says, You know he was a he's a rapist, right? Yeah, but he put out bangers. <laughs> like I I don't care. He didn't do it while he was recording this song, so what kind of what, what color's your Bugatti? That's man? just like that, that's just like people people not supporting like restaurants if the owner comes out and says he's a Republican or a Democrat. I don't give a shit. How good's your burger, are. dog? Yeah. How good's your barbecue? 
right, so you see so what you went to Books a Million and bought some books, and you just you're dying to tell me about no, these books. Well, it was that you funny bought. that we just talked about that. See if you can tell what the whose head that is. <laughs> <laughs> wait till you wait till you know what this book's about. Okay. Do we want to talk? We don't want to talk about it on the air right now. I, I don't know if I want to, to be honest. By whose heads on the other part of that <laughs> Do we book? need to take a break and discuss? <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. Whenever we come back, we're going to discuss these here books. Hang on. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts, Worm. Oh, my God, it's a risk. And Squints. I broke one out before I came up here. Had the house to myself. Why not? Live, laugh, lollygag. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, so you, we, we, we can't talk about that book. Why not? I mean, do you think we can? Yeah. Okay. Dude, it's he's, he's a, it's a book. It's a book with Hitler on the front. No, it's no. a book with Hitler's uh, hairstyle. Forehead. Forehead. Okay. You don't see a mustache. You just see a comb over. <laughs> it's and a before. very distinguished comb over. <laughs> like was, you know exactly who the fuck it is well, as soon as you look at I it. I showed her the cover from like ten feet away. Yeah. Was it too hot? Yeah. No. You need to get up in your microphone. Oh, sorry. Thought it was. You're good, man. Uh, ten feet away, I show Worm the cover, and he goes, he squints, he goes, "Who's oh? I know exactly <laughs> That's who, who that, that is." So this book, b- before anybody cancels me or you know thinks I'm uh, a Hitler supporter, this book I have not read. AKA yet. Arthur Arthur's Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could have just said Nazi. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Blitzed Drugs in the Third Reich. It's uh basically tells a bunch. It's going to be telling a bunch of historical uh, facts about. Um, the war, okay, and how the troops were. You know, I don't. I, I knew this already, but a lot. Of, a lot of people might not know that Germany had chocolate bars, ration bars, to help keep the soldiers and the troops awake. Uh, actually, had methamphetamines. Well, yeah, I mean, you had to have something. I mean, because you don't want some sleepy soldiers. No, absolutely you know. not. You want methed out soldiers. <laughs> and, you know, getting snuck on, uh, snuck up on by some American troops with some uh, shotguns. You don't want that at all. But it, it tells about all kinds of stuff, not only just uh, meth and chocolate, but uh, also cocaine, opiates, but most of all methamphetamines. Yeah. And I mean, uh, the, the, the rice uh, the rice fields in, in uh, was it China? Mm-hmm. The the cocaine fields? Like, that's pretty much what World War II was fought, fought over, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. All right, so you also had two other books in there. Now, you told me you wanted me to guess... What these books so are. So the first, so it's three completely different books, different genres. The first one is about Hitler, Germany, and drugs. Okay. So if you had Hitler, Germany, and drugs, check that off your bingo card. Okay. Survey says nobody, nobody had that on their bingo card. All right. So now you got two more books. Why are you being so fucking secretive? All right. So I'm gonna show you how thick it is. Okay. I see how thick it is. Show me the girth of the book. Okay. It's probably. About two inches wide. Well, girthy, girth-wise, about two inches. About an inch, inch and a half. half. Okay. Sure. <laughs> As he looks down his penis. Just tell me what the goddamn book is. thought you were going to guess. Anyway, okay. SAS Survival Handbook. Okay, I can see the that. Ultimate Guide to Surviving Anywhere. Okay. Uh, being Prepared, Making Camp, Food, First Aid, Disaster, Survival, Self-Defense, Security, Climate, and Terrain, The Ultimate Guide to Surviving Anywhere. All right. I feel like that's a really cool thing for a man to have, right? Sure, yeah. Do you think you could survive anywhere? We, Not we, anywhere, we, no. We talked about that. No, I I would fucking die in a desert. I'd okay. be dead. What uh, about, what about a, uh, a snowy, not snowy, but I'm talking like brutally cold Russian winter? Um, If you had like a cabin 
Oh, a cabin, absolutely. If I could start a fire in said cabin, absolutely, I could survive. What about a cave? A cave? Uh, what's inside of the cave? Are there spiders and shit in this cave? You, you and literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, as as long as I could get deep enough in the cave where I could build a fire and keep myself warm, I'm good. What you going to hunt? What you going to hunt with? I'll give you a knife. Uh, I mean, I, I can kill rats with knives. You go, <laughs> dude. Survival? You fucking right. I I'm eating a, a rat. I'm imagining you me? in the snow bitching a fit <laughs> with a little pocket knife trying to catch a damn rat. <laughs> Those aren't rats in the cave. There's gonna be rats in the cave, bro. Doubt. Well, okay. dude, where the fuck else would the rats go? Hibernate? Rats gotta go somewhere, and they, they gotta go in my fucking stomach. I'm, I'm killing like them. Rats aren't. I'm really, killing them with a fucking knife. Rats aren't really forest creatures. They're there, but they're more city dwellers. No, there ca- there's got to be rats in a fucking cave, bro. Surely, right? No, I, I don't think so. Let me I don't think Google. so, Tim. Are there, hang on. <laughs> Google got to get on your job. Are there rats? Hang on. Rat, let me, no, no, the. R-A-T-S. Shut the, I'm trying to, shut up. R-O-C-K. A cave. Ah, the C was silent. Actually, first thing that pops up, Hawaiian caves invaded by rats. Do rats live in caves? Rats and mice are excellent at digging and will usually burrow into the ground if they don't have access to human dwellings or caves. Well, you know, we're both kind of right about that then. No, we're not. Anyway. burrow into the ground if they can't find a cave. If they can't find a cave, guess where they're going to fucking be? In the cave. Therefore, they're getting stabbed by my knife and getting roasted over an open fire. Tell you what, I'll bring a rat in here, and if you can catch it, I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> I'm not saying. Dude, I'm just saying, if it was a survival situation, I'd be able to catch that. You going to pull bitch. a, uh, what's that, Tom Hanks survivor? Dude, I've played Call of, Duty, Call of Duty long enough. I can usually throw a knife. I'm telling you right now, homie. From a man that had to catch about eight field mice in my living room one time, <laughs> and I had to fuck like a, a mouse trap contraption like all through the house with pots and pans and sticks and boxes and string. I could do it. Okay. Survival situation. If I'm hungry enough, don't think don't think my fat ass won't lay down there and just wait for a rat to fuck. I think in a survivor t- survival situation, you're gonna be losing some weight. Absolutely. I'm I'm, I'm happy about weight. that. Cool. And and plus, I mean, plus if it's snowing outside, I'll always have water. There won't be a there won't be a, a non water source, so that's a plus, right? There's an episode of The Office. I don't know. You, I know you don't care, no, but I don't give a shit. I want to do it with you, giggity. Okay. I want to take you blindfolded and drop you off somewhere, and let you survive for three days. All you get is duct tape and a knife. The fuck am I gonna no? Well, I think it would uh, be amazing around here or yes. Uh, I'd I'd probably get bit by a snake and fucking die to be honest. <laughs> Not in the winter time, man. Yeah, winter time, yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. I I know I can start a fire. That's not a that's not an issue. Just know if I'm like, hey, worm, you, you want to go camping? And like while you're asleep, nope. I'm going to just leave you. <laughs> Last thing no, you hear good. is me giggling as I speed <laughs> off. Later, later, fucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have my cell phone. I'll just call somebody. Third and final book. <laughs> We're All not right. going to really focus on this one too much. This is a uh, this I got this because I was doing a study with a couple of women I know. Study, huh? It's a Bible. It was a Bible study. <laughs> is that what it is? They got the study guide, and I I just I was like, well, I'm going to get it too, and I Amazoned it, but I didn't realize I bought the book. Okay. So I have to read a book now instead of a study guide. Forgiving what you can't forget. 100. percent This is written by a woman. 
<laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Her name's Lisa, but with a Y. How do you have a Y in Le- L-Y-S-A? Yeah. That's Lissa. Surely, Le- surely that's Lissa, right? Yeah, don't call me Shirley. Lisa took Turkhurst. That's got to be Lissa. This is a show with some weird, stupid women's names. Yeah. As you drop the book. This is this is this helps you learn how to move on when the other person refuses to change and never says they're sorry. There's an entire fucking book on that. Tell me a woman wrote this book without telling me. Dude, tell me tell me that I would want to stab myself with a butcher knife after reading that book without actually telling me. Go down the list of your least favorite words that you're so sick and tired of. Go. Uh COVID. Keep going. Uh uh canceled. Cancel culture. Close. Keep going. Toxic. Ooh, same letter. Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Triggered. Triggered, yes. Disempowered the triggers, hijacking your emotions by embracing the two necessary parts of forgiveness. I bought this book. Just to burn it. No, now I gotta read it. No, you don't. I got plenty of books I haven't read that I bought. For eighteen ninety nine, I better read every. <laughs> you paid eighteen ninety nine for that piece of shit. <laughs> I thought it was a st- it goes. It's a study guide to go along with our Bible. <laughs> that is, you paid eighteen dollars for a piece of shit book that you think you have to read. That's sad. That's sad, dude. Literally, all the words I'm reading on the back cover, it sounds like a woman's talking to me. Here, give me, give me the book. Give me the book. Throw it to me. Kobe. So I, I'm, I'm just going to open it up, and I'm going to read a page. All right, you ready? This is for our uh, 60 per, 60% female listeners. This is uh, this is page number 103. Okay, I'm going to read a paragraph. Go to page 69. Okay, we'll go to page 69. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if there's not a page 69 just because no, we can make, make a fucking joke about if it? If it was page 69, it's a picture of the author going, grow up. With a, <laughs> grow scowl. up, loser. Her pet and her cats. <laughs> okay, so here we go. I'm going to get a random, uh, a random paragraph on page number 69. Butt sex is like, I'm kidding, it doesn't say that. <laughs> All right, it says, these things that happen in our lives don't just tell a story. They inform us of the story we tell ourselves. If we listen closely, women throughout our narratives is a belief system, woven throughout our narratives is a belief system that formed inside of us as children. For me, it was a system of thought that included several things. First, it instilled me a clear idea of what I believe I should and shouldn't do. I still do the things my mom taught me must be done before bed. I still don't buy sugary cereal. I still lick the edge of every cracker I eat, just like my, my grandmother insisted. I don't steal. I cringe when I hear bad words. I don't always think it's safe to share feelings. Rules are meant to keep us safe. It should be followed. The people who follow the rules are much safer than those who don't. Fucking shoot me. If that whole book is shit like this. Yeah. Eighteen ninety nine go down the fucking drain, bro. Congratulations. Yeah, let, me do a, let me do a solid. You want the survival book or the Hitler book? <laughs> Page sixty nine. Survival book, definitely. Read it to me. Page number sixty nine. Sixty nine. My sister Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Perfect. This will help you out. Snowshoes. All polar travel is strenuous and should only be attempted by a fit person. On snow with a hard crust, skis are the best means of travel, though difficult to improvise. Skiing in deep, loose snow takes great effort in, and in soft snow, snowshoes are better. Snowshoes, like like tennis rackets hooked to your... It literally has a picture of a snowshoe right there like a tennis racket. (laughs) You can tell a man wrote this because it's quick to the point. 
and serves no other purpose than and to inform. doesn't say don't say bad words and follow all the rules. Emotionless. Yeah. Like a real man. Like bottle real it up. Man should be. And shove it back inside and dive a stroke at the age of 42 <laughs> like a real man. Like a fucking real man. Be a man. <laughs> Just kidding. Rub some dirt on it, pussy. We're, we're over here making fun of emotions like we don't yeah. care about people's emotions. <laughs> right. <laughs> mental, men's mental health is cool. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people think it doesn't exist, you know. And, and, and. So here in just a little bit, we're going to talk about um, a story that's been resurfacing here, uh, here very like in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's kind of uh, brought back up the story of Jimmy Townsend, uh, the guy who uh, who got killed at the Monroe Fair in 1985. It's a really um, I don't know how this story didn't get solved, and I don't know how it got ignored for almost 30 years either well hell over 30 years it's been damn near 40 years um i don't know how it didn't get solved i don't know how it got overlooked but apparently monroe pd is reopening the case of jimmy townsend we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a little bit don't go anywhere live laugh lollygag your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass your hosts Worm. Put another shrimp on the bobby. Eh? And squints. He's from Australia. Love to give her a kiss down under. Live, laugh, lollygag. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, joining us. By the way, if you want merch, you can get it. It's at uh, twincitydesigns.com slash lollygear. Uh, we really could use the money, so if you guys would uh, buy some t-shirts, that'd be great. I need to check with Rob and get the money from the uh, the t-shirts that were bought, by the way. I still haven't done that. Uh, needs to uh, make that happen. Now, there was, uh, in 1985, uh, there was a, a kid that was beaten to death at the uh, 1985 Arklamis Fair. It happened locally. Uh, his name was Jimmy Allen Townsend. And so this is uh, this is what I got off of uh, some some website. I, I'm, it's a long website that I don't really want to say. September 28, 1985 started off as a typical day in northern Louisiana, with the temperature ranging from about 58 to 74 degrees throughout the day. Conditions were just about perfect for the Oklahoma's Fair, held annually at the Monroe Civic Center Complex. The festivities... Uh, well, what? Uh, hold on. I didn't turn your mic on. My bad. Time out. Yeah. You said this happened on September 28th. Yes. And it was a typical 50 to 78 degrees. Yeah, I mean, that's fall time. I would say that's that's about right. Dog, my birthday's in September. I'll tell you right now, it is not no 50 to it's 78 It's 1985, degrees. bro. It's before global warming happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the festivities were well attended by those in the immediate Monroe community, but the dazzling lights, the flashy rides, concession foods, and livestock exhibitions also drew fairgoers from as far away as southern Arkansas. The school year had just started, just over three weeks earlier, and on that Saturday, a 13-year-old eighth grader by the name of Jimmy Townsend and two of his friends left the West Monroe, left the West Monroe trailer park where he lived to join in what was sure to be a fun-filled night at the fair. The two friends lived to see another day. Jimmy Townsend didn't. He, Jimmy Townsend was a typical teenager in a lot of ways, prolific in sports. He was bigger than a lot of uh, kids his age, and just months before his death at the hands of a gang of black youth at the fair that September night, he had won a contest held by a local boxing promotion that resulted in him having lunch with former heavyweight boxing champion Smoking Joe Frazier. Really cool. He was he was good enough. He was a good enough left-handed pitcher in his community baseball league that his name had been in the local papers on more than one occasion. He was also a little unique in that at the age of 13 and in the eighth grade, the strapping, good-looking, blonde athlete was also the father of a one-month-old daughter, the result of a youthful trice with a 16-year-old local girl. So this dude's, I mean, this, this dude's getting booty at 13. Hmm. 
and he had a daughter. And, and I'll, I'll tell you about that. The plot thickens. <clears throat> yeah. That Saturday night at the fair, Jimmy and his friends were also acting older than their age, hiding out behind the farmer's market on the east end of the fairgrounds around 1130. The trio was hanging out when they were confronted by five kids ranging in ages from 15 to 19. A confrontation broke out. Jimmy fled one way while his companions went the other direction, and all the interlopers chased Townsend. And when they caught up with him, he was beaten to death around a number of witnesses to, to a crime that developed selective amnesia about the incident when questioned by police. The tragedy that happened 36 years ago, all while uh, Jimmy's parents have passed away, there's still one person that continues to seek answers for uh, Jimmy Townsend. Her name is Christy Joyner. Things were a whole lot different back then, she says, and now the 37-year-old daughter of the father she never knew. There were uh, named suspects, but I think eyewitnesses were scared to come forward. Uh, Joyner, Joyner, who was put up for adoption, says she didn't know about her real father until she was older. Now she says every time police in and around Monroe solve a homicide, she wonders why her dad's death was allowed to become one of the coldest cases in a state whose state motto is union, justice, and confidence. She said, I was born August 24th, 1985, just over four weeks later, my dad was murdered. Ever since I found out him, found out about him and the way he died, I've been looking for answers. So, that being said, I reached out to uh, uh, Christy. Was her name Christy? Yes, it was Christy, was Christy it? Joyner. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I reached out to her, and uh, we're probably going to have her on the show next week. Okay. So uh, that that'll be you know just to bring her on to kind of you know tell her you, you know say what you know what she's found out because Monroe PD has reopened the case apparently in the last in the last few weeks. I wonder why. Uh, maybe maybe just because it's, it's starting to get starting to get attention, and maybe because yeah. the people who were trying to cover it up back then, maybe or maybe they're dead. With, uh, some guy that has like an, a detective wants to get you know yeah wants to wants to crack it open and solve it. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, because uh, uh, from what I understand, the kid was the kid was very well liked. He was good in sports. He did stuff for his community. Is it Christy Jane Joiner? Christy Jane Joiner? I think so. Yeah, uh, she's on Facebook. But yeah, she's. Uh, I, I talked to her. I was like, hey, you know, we do we do a podcast. Yeah, we do a podcast. It's kind of edgy and kind of we do a lot of toilet humor. So we'll we'll keep it clean while we got while we got you on. But uh, but yeah, she's. Uh, I'm going to talk to her this week and uh, and see if she wants to. Uh, Wants to come on, okay. And uh, what's what's crazy to me, okay? So look at this picture of Jimmy Townsend right here. Does this look like a thirteen-year-old kid to you? That looks like a grown man, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like he's in his twenties. Yeah. Did thirteen-year-olds just look older back then? Well, thirteen-year-olds look older now. I think dudes back then look older. Yeah. Now little girls look older because th- i mean that that picture he looks like a grown man but i've he seen, like I've, I've, seen I've seen other pictures of him with his daughter and yeah. he, he looks you know he looks like 16 he looks like a race car driver <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but uh apparently it was back then it was just completely ignored which is uh which is bullshit but you know it, it is what it is so we're going to try to have his uh his daughter on next week and uh tell her you know Tell what she's found out and how she feels about it and and all this and uh, hopefully get this get this uh, this case cracked because uh, you know it would be I'm sure it would help her out a lot to kind of get closure on what exactly happened. What if we Scooby Dooed that shit and we solved it? What if we did? Zoics. Yeah, Jinkies. Jinkies. I could definitely be Velma. Because as soon as my glasses come off, I hit the ground on all fours <laughs> and I'm like, where? But we? you don't have the big rack or the sweater. Here's the thing, homie. I don't need that. I you got sure? the glasses. Glasses is all you need. I think you're more of a shaggy, or at least you used to be. 
Yeah, it used to be. <laughs> you got to think about that for I'm a second. I'm over Fred now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it'll be because, I mean, this probably is. I don't think this is the, the only cold case because there's been a couple. Oh, there's, I mean, you, you think. How many cold cases do you think there are in this town? In, in this area? I mean. Like area, like surrounding cities probably. You know, I mean. Hundreds, probably. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they you know, investigate something for a while and just kind of. You know, was that the first forty-eight? After the first forty-eight, it's pretty much not happening, dog. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, they they were saying in this article that there were people like there were witnesses there that saw it fucking happen, and everybody was so tight-lipped about amnesia, it. Yeah. Oh well, they ran right past me, and it happened right at my feet, but I don't remember nothing. What was that comedian uh, that was talking about? You know. People think that uh, people think that crimes are going to be solved like in the movies, but there's just not as much semen as there are in the movies. <laughs> I think it was Louis C.K. Yes, semen everywhere. Yeah, no, it, it definitely doesn't work. Hey, like I just that. killed that guy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm done. Now I'm gonna leave the scene. So yeah, we're gonna have her on next week. It, 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 it's gonna be a little bit different of a, of a segment than we usually do. Uh, but, but you know, I I'm really invested in this story, man. I want to. I want to hear what she's found out that nobody else knows about. I like. I don't. I'm not a big true crime or like uh, crime documentary or serial. But if it's serial. local, but having said that, I think it is cool when, like, the community of people that like go out. Their their like hobby is to. I'm not. I'm not saying this is her hobby, but people go and devote their own personal time to that have actually solved unsolved crimes and murders. Yeah, and I'm sure like the law enforcement isn't really stoked about regular citizens solving stuff but i mean a, a certain por- part of them has to be like okay that's pretty cool appreciate the help yeah cuz i mean this is this is you know 15 it's like a 40 something year old case well i was 85 i was born in 85 so it'd be a 37 30, yeah. years 36 yeah there's that so uh there is a uh i just realized my damn fly was down dude mm. this entire time my fly has been down Anyway, so there is a there is a Facebook group uh, that this uh, that the daughter started. It's called Justice for Jimmy Townsend, where they're putting uh, you know pictures and they're also putting up some um, like some news uh, some news stories from back in the day. Uh, if you guys want to join it, it's uh, Justice for Jimmy Townsend. It's T O W N S E N D, and um, so yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to her uh, next week. Um, so I had an idea. <clears throat> And I kind of want to run it by you, and I, and I want your honest opinion on this, okay? Me? Yeah. So I had somebody give me an idea a couple weeks ago. Do it. And I haven't, I haven't been able to hardly think about anything else since this, since I've been thinking about this. Somebody told me that a comedy club would be a good thing around here. Now, hold hold your thoughts for a second. Hey, Jan. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. It's the only guy that works here. He's got a better beard than I do, man. He's got a killer beard. My beard's coming back. Is it, though? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So I've kind of thought about it, and and I've got a buddy of mine that, that opens up businesses. And do you think if we can get something in downtown West Monroe, buy that new brewery, place is hopping on the weekends if we can get something close to there that's a decent building have a good upscale comedy club thursday nights we'll do like open mic friday nights we'll have local-ish acts and then saturday night have headliners coming in 
but keep it all upscale. There'll be a dress code. Your bouncers are going to be wearing blazers. Your bartenders are going to be wearing uh, uh, nice shirts and bow ties. Have a dress code. Nothing but comedy, no club nights, nothing like that. Everybody loves to laugh. <clears throat> and there used to be one in Shreveport. It closed probably 10 years ago. Called the, called the, no, called the Funny Bone. Funny Bone, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and they had they had some good people come by, come through. Now, here, here's what I'm saying. If you get something that's close enough to... Uh, cl- Why the hell I lose my voice you there? good there? Yeah. Get something that's close enough to I-20 to where if... A big act, let's say, for instance, uh, somebody that's not too big, but somebody that's well-known. Jim Brewer. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, Jim Brewer, people like that. So get one of those guys that's coming from Atlanta, going to Dallas. They play in Atlanta on a Saturday night. They play at Dallas on Thursday, right? Do the exact same thing that Live Oaks used to do. I was about to say, like, Live Oaks would do the... You you pay them to come there on a Tuesday night for half the price that they normally would for a Friday or Saturday. They're, they're stopping through on the way anyway. Yeah, I think that would be. And, and who's to say you can't get somebody like a like a you know a Hannibal Burris or you know somebody like that. Somebody so that's a very well name, well known name. So honest opinion. Okay, so I I haven't. I'm not done with my presentation okay, yet. Go, keep keep on. So for these for these headlining shows. At least for the bigger ones, you charge twenty or thirty dollars a head. People would pay. People around here would pay thirty dollars to see Jim Brewer and see him in their town, or maybe uh, a, a David Spade, or maybe a, a Polly Shore. Why not, man? People would pay twenty, twenty or thirty bucks a head to see them, and your capacity. But w- with a comedy show, you can do, th- you know, you can do two or three shows a night. You know, you can have a, a 5 o'clock show, you can have a 9 o'clock show, and you can have a midnight show. Or you can do them earlier. Wh- whatever you want to do on a Saturday is, is great. I really think it can be done, and I really think it's a great idea. Now tell me what you think. Why, will you please? You can hear that over the air. Why are you doing that? I don't know. You didn't, say, you didn't tell me until just now. So, yeah. so the idea is great. It's just not in this town. It, I'm, I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't. It would be people would support it all day on Facebook or like give you like tell you nice things about it and like suck your balls basically on like how smart of an idea it is. But same, uh, we had uh, several shows at Live Oaks that were pretty, not like A-listers, obviously, but like solid bands that could pull on a Tuesday. You think people would come out on like an eight or nine o'clock show for a Tuesday for like ten, fifteen, sometimes twenty bucks? No one showed up. Um, People, it, it wouldn't last. I, if I had the money, my business plan from college was to make to own my own bar one day. I would never open a bar in this town. I would never open a business in this town because people do not sub- support it the way it should be supported. One of our good friends just closed his business down. for That was not the entire reason. But people want to support it all day on Facebook and throw nice compliments out. But at the, at the end of the day, it takes financial support. And for whatever reason, whether it's the economy is bad which is bad for everyone, but people just don't support shit in this town, man. You can't, it, nothing thrives. Nothing yeah. thrives and nothing can be sustained because no one cares. During LSU season, guess where everybody is on, on the weekend? Baton Rouge. Yeah. Bars are open for uh, Saints game days. You know, like New Orleans, everywhere is busy. Everyone's going out. It's a bigger city, yeah, but up here, no one goes to watch games. Uh, maybe Buffalo Wild Wings. 
No one does anything in this town. They'd rather go to, to other places. Perfect example, I'm going to Shreveport in a couple weeks. Or actually, shit, two days I'm going to Shreveport <laughs> to see Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Where he's filming his new comedy special. I'll be talking about that next week. Yeah. But look, I hate to I hate to tell people stuff like that. Because uh, I, t- I told a couple of our buddies that are opening up a new bar. I, I hate to... S- to to see people, I don't want to like shit on your dream or this person's dream or like it's a solid idea. It's just this town makes it to where I wouldn't. I would. I, w- I think it's a bad idea. Well, I see. That's I, I get that, and I I really really do. But here's my uh, my retort to that. Okay, so there there hasn't been there there is no within a four hundred mile radius that I, I think there's one in Dallas, but. If you're bringing in these headliners, who's to say people from Arkansas won't come down? People from Alexandria won't come up. People it's a from huge Jackson. gamble, though. It is. But, I mean, you know, that's what life is all about. Life well, is all about yeah. taking chances. Opening a business is a gamble I mean, in itself. I mean, I, I quit my goddamn job to come up here and work to, to, to uh, you know, make my dreams happen. Working out really well, by the way. But, <clears throat> you know, it's there's certain, there's certain things, I mean, you're never going to learn unless you try. I think it's a great idea. The only way I would do it is if I had, if, if, well, I mean, I'm not going to ever own a business or buy a bar or anything. I just, uh, but, so it's easy for me to say this, but it, like uh, to have a venue. Yeah. And not just, just make it a comedy club and have other stuff. Yeah. In the meantime, you could rent it out for nice private events. Sure. Fancy events. Sure. And, which I guess you could probably do that, you know, with a, a comedy club, a strictly a comedy club, but. Yeah. I mean, you can um, get up there and do karaoke on the stage, whatever. Yeah, it's just if I wanted if if I was going to open up something like that, I would I would only want it to be a comedy club because that's what I wanted to open up in the first place. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to side hustle or, or hoard out for other you know to sustain myself. Yeah, um, only open three nights a week, maybe two. I mean, I guess if you find a place that's if, that fits your needs for the the in terms of the building and everything that's required for it. Yeah, and it was a pretty solid deal. If you're paying rent month to month, or if you're buying the building outright, then you know why now, not? The, 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 listeners, keep in mind this is not something that's set in stone. By the way, I'm not saying that this is 100% going to happen, so don't don't get excited about it. It's just an idea that I had. I talked to a friend of mine who who, who deals in stuff like this, and it's definitely a possibility, but it's not anything set in stone. I just kind of wanted to throw the idea out there. And I'm the realist. I'm the I'm the friend that people ask stuff. I'm like, well. That's a cool idea, but it's just not this, this town. As much as I love, I want to love this town. This town, this town blows, dude. Yeah, in terms of it just definitely can, for sure. Um, I, I love the people in this town, but I, I some of some things that that you know get said that it's going to be supported and doesn't. You know, perfect example, perfect fucking example. This this one kind of pisses me off and it riles me up every time I talk about it. You see everybody on Facebook. Oh, I'd love to go out, but there's no 21 and up places. I don't want to go hang out with kids. I, I want a place that's 21 and up, a place for us to go. Live Oaks, 21 and up. Guess who showed up? Diddly fucking squat and his brother, nobody. Well, the, at the, the latter years. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Changes to 25 and up, nobody fucking showed up. Are you kidding me? You're gonna say that you're gonna say you want something this bad, and whenever it finally fucking does happen, nobody goes. 
Get or, the fuck out of here. Or we do get cool stuff, and then people tear it up and just completely <laughs> shit on it. Literally you shit su- on it. You support it, but not in the right way. You go act a fool, and it, it's just not worth it for the owners to be open. And then anymore. you wonder why good things don't come around here. There's, I'm going to say this very clearly. I'm going to choose my word. I choose, I'm, a, I'm a man that chooses my words very carefully nowadays. There is no, absolutely zero intellectual value in the city that's this is this is the main reason why a lot of big corporations don't want to come here and set up their headquarters or like a smaller a smaller station what, what, what do you got over there somebody just sent me something it says according to data collected and shared by project cold case there are currently how many unsolved cases in louisiana do you think there are in louisiana yeah Twenty thousand. not close 10,042 unsolved cases in Louisiana. Right there. Many, if not all, of the unsolved murders in Louisiana can be found organized within the websites of many different local and county law enforcement agencies. Uh, Cold Case has created a public database containing nearly 25,000 unsolved homicide cases in various states, including Louisiana. So, yeah, there's a lot. I was thinking maybe a few hundred. In this town, I figured a few, you know, maybe a couple of hundred. Yeah. All right. You want to take a break? Uh, Hulk Hogan is in dis- is in some trouble with his body, oh. brother. We're going to talk about that coming up here in just a few. Live, laugh, lollygag. Your weekly cockamamie game of grab ass. Your hosts, Worm. And right as soon as the money shot was about to happen, a fucking clown shows up on my screen. Just, ah! And squints. Put your big old dick in mine. Did you fart? What? Neat. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you just telling me? About your ex being on my Facebook? Yeah. What, what's that all about? I, I have no idea. I literally just said, what did your raggedy ass ex sneak in my Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> you never deleted her back in the day? This is a new Facebook. I'm pretty sure she deleted you with like a long time Oh, ago. she hated me. Oh, she dude, she fucking hated everybody. She hated literally every one of my friends. And the ones that she didn't hate jumped to her side after me and her broke up. I love being the friend that my ex, like when a girl and a guy break up. Yeah. And the the guy's like, dude, she hated him. Like, yeah, I know, I I know. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure one of your friend, one of your exes, hate me. Oh, she. I'm pretty sure she does. The last, well, the not the last one, but the, yes, that one. A Waffle House. Uh. <laughs> no, she. she because I'm you. I'm the fucking I'm the one that told you, man, you should date her. <laughs> no, she doesn't hate you. She only <laughs> hates me. Literally. I don't know she deleted me off Facebook pretty fucking she quick. Everyone, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's like the that's like the I hate you of of 2023 when they delete you off their Facebook. You know the I hate you of 2022 was what hitting me while drunk. Yeah, good point. Wah Going to be getting an angry message about that one. Yeah. So apparently uh, there was a rumor going around. It says uh, Hulk Hogan. He's he's 69 years old, by the way. He was the topic of conversation on Sunday's episode of the Kurt Angle show when uh, host Kurt Angle said that the former wrestling superstar revealed some critical details about his health during the uh, filming of WWE's Monday Night Raw 30th anniversary episode. It says Hogan has had back surgery again and had the nerves cut from his lower body, Angle said on the podcast. He can't feel his lower body. He has used his cane to walk around. He thought it was I thought he was using the cane because of the pain in his back. He doesn't have any pain. He has nothing at all. He can't feel anything. 
Now he can't feel his leg, so he has to walk with a cane, which is pretty serious. Now, while the Olympic gold medalist raised concerns about Hogan, who appeared in the opening segment of the Wrestling Company's tribute episode without any noticeable impairments, uh, a representative from Hogan told Entertainment Tonight that the former WWE star is able to walk around without a cane and is doing well and is not paralyzed at all. Everything is okay with him. Hulk is uh, is someone with a lot of humor. Hogan's representative did not immediately respond when reached by uh, people. I don't know why he would. And um, so, yeah, he apparently he's okay. But I mean, still, you hear in okay. So, think you're you're sitting on your couch and a news flash, you know, pops up. Hulk Hogan can't walk anymore because he's paralyzed. How fucking sad would you be? But is he like? Is he going to be like paralyzed, paralyzed? Or Wait, like? he's not. Uh, apparently, his his rep said he's fine. Oh. But dude, I'd like like whatever. There was that. I think it was last year. There was that that hoax that that Ric Flair was on life support. Life support. Yeah. Dude, I almost cried like a fucking baby. Oh, I'm aware. Like it's just these people that we've never even fucking met. We have such an emotional like like attachment to these people, people and, and, and the, these people are getting old. People are like, and I understand. I used to be the same way. Like, why are you getting so emotional about? Us? Like, look, me growing up, a lot of these guys and athletes and professional wrestlers were superheroes, and I looked up to them, and they could not literally, you know, could be do hurt. no wrong. Yeah, they couldn't be hurt. They were my role models, and yeah. whether they wanted to be or, or not, they were. And now that they're getting older. You know, in musicians, yeah, musicians of, the same. A way. lot of the most important times of our life growing up, sports stars, sports stars, certain songs that bring you back to your your you know the good old days. Uh, I'm starting to see it. You know, you're starting to see like certain celebrities getting older. And I'm like, yeah, I've never met them, and it sucks. And I'm not supposed to idolize anyone, but it's it's like uh, like a pen pal. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I mean, it's yeah. As we get older, those people are getting older too, and eventually, probably in our lifetime. Rick Flair's gonna die. Hulk Hogan's gonna die, dude. One hundred percent. That's gonna suck. I mean, it, it, it was the same way before Betty White died. Like, like everybody was was like, "Oh man, can we please keep Betty White in a bubble, please?" And and then we were like, "Dude, Betty White's never gonna die. She's gonna stay around forever." Mine's Bill Murray, and then she died. You know, it sucks. Think, mine's mine's of course Dave Grohl, but I think I'm saying like the next. I think my the, the one the, that's gonna hit you the hardest. No, like the the current Betty White, like the one like I could you could see Don, but they're just not, you know. Yeah, like super old. Bill Murray's like got to be in the seventies. Yeah, probably mid seventies, I'd say. Am I boring you? No, I just fucking yawn. It's what I do. I'm thirty seven years old now, and that's just part of my personality. I fucking yawn yeah, as, you st- as you stick the microphone in your mouth. I just realized other people use this. Well, you know, and, and uh, there's a good chance that Bill Murray's going to die before you die, and you're going to have to fucking endure that. I have a tattoo of his face on my thigh. <laughs> I mean, dude, I felt. I'm gonna have to put the years from two underneath. Yeah, like I, I, I felt it. I felt it whenever Chester Bennington died. I felt it whenever Chris Cornell died. Chris Cornell fucking ripped me to the core, bro. Kobe Bryant was see, for me. Now, see, it was it was a different thing on Kobe's date because that's also the same date that DJ Star died. Yes, that that one just straight up gutted me, dude. Just fucking tore my heart out and spit it out into a million pieces. But you know he he you know he, he was a person that I knew personally and that he was one of my mentors and I looked up to him a lot. You know these other people I've never even met. You know, right. but, but still, you're still sad whenever they die. Like whenever Dave Grohl dies, dude, I'm gonna cry like a fucking baby. I could be you know 60 years old, doesn't matter. I mean that shit is gonna be sad. Yeah, and and 
you know, he wasn't around. Uh, he wasn't in my like radar that long. But whenever uh, Leslie Jordan died, I didn't really know about Leslie Jordan until COVID hit. He brought some uh, joy to your Dude, life. He brought so m- like I would watch his videos while we were doing the show, like almost every day. Hey y'all, what y'all doing? Probably screwing. Like she is. <laughs> there is no point in her. In what, what did he say? Whenever he was sitting there watching porn, eating cereal on the couch, <laughs> it's the creepiest fucking thing ever. He goes. Oh good lord! She needs to stop. It don't hurt that bad. He was just—he just reminded me of just an old Southern goofy ass gay man. Yeah, and, and he wasn't and, even Southern. Yeah, well, no, he was very was, Southern. Was it? okay? I thought he was oh, like yeah. putting on. No, no, he really okay. talked like that. Okay. And the video he did with Jelly Roll like two weeks before he died, fucking hilarious. But you know, it, it, it's just—it's—it's it's crazy, you, you know, because the the people that we idolize, we're getting older, they're getting older too, and eventually, uh, they are definitely. Uh, gonna k- kick the bucket, if you will. Now you said uh, you said earlier you had a you had a weird dream. I did. Have uh, you looked it up yet? I have not. Okay, I'm going to after you tell me about it. Okay. Well, I want to get your opinion because I thought about what if I actually did this. How much? Let me explain the dream first, and I'll see. I want to get your thoughts on what I'm thinking. Okay. So I'm. Are you having trouble over there? Yes, I'm downtown. Right. Making your way downtown, having a dream. Can't get your microphone clean. Go ahead. Um, and uh, <clears throat> some woman, it's like a slow motion like action movie from the nineties. She pull, she's got a like a khaki trench coat. Yeah. And she pulls out a gun and she just blasts me. Okay. In the chest three times, right? Yeah. And everyone's freaking out. And I'm laying down because I just got shot, but I know I have a bulletproof vest on. This is a real dream I had, 100%. Woke up, remembered it. Haven't forgotten about it. So it's like a little mini movie. All the cops show up, and they have like everything roped off and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just laying there. I'm just I'm checking out. So body bag, I'm in the morgue, whatever. And I just come to, and I'm like, this is awesome. No one knows I'm alive. So I'm hiding out. Fast forward, I'm doing everything I want to do. I think there's a movie about this. David Spade had one where he just he pretends. You dreamed like, a David Spade movie? You're kidding much. me. <laughs> and I go to the funeral just to see who all showed up. A, B, who who was sad. Three. Wait, well, hold on. I I get that it's a dream and it's not real life. But how did you pull off? How did you pull that off? Because they they closed the casket and everything. Like, did you just fucking lay there in the casket? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I had a, a... And did you, like, lift your head up to see who was there? No. I, okay, so let me finish. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Maybe I worked out a deal with the guys, you know, in charge of the <laughs> funeral stuff, okay. but the casket was closed. You know, gunshot. People didn't know if I got shot in the face. You got to hide that. So, but there was, like, a big picture of me, you know, on the little, you know, big canvas of the easel, bunch of flowers, but I was... And I had a disguise on. And I walk up there, and I'm giving a speech... And I start texting people from my phone. Like, man, this shit's boring, huh? Let's go get a beer. (laughs) This stiff better be fucking worth it. Right, but I'm looking around and see who's crying and see how hard they're crying or if it's kind of like fake. I'm seeing who's laughing. Like, who's laughing at my funeral, dog? I'm dead. Okay. And then, da-da-da, I take the mask or the, 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 the wig and the disguise off, and people are fucking angry. Well, yeah, you fucking think? So what I'm asking you is, if that actually happened, how long before you were like thankful I was alive? How I mean, how long would you be super mad at me? Maybe five minutes. 
How long would the normal person be mad at me? <laughs> probably, probably a couple of weeks at least. Okay. Now, and and just to be clear, I would I would let my mom know ahead of time so she would be in on it. I don't think your mom would be okay with being. She would that. spill the beans. There's no way she'd be able to keep that a secret. That and and she would not be. She would not put up with it. Yeah, your mom the, would tell you you're being fucking stupid. It was my dream. Yeah, I know, but but I remember in the dream I was like, everybody chill out. Look, the next time I die, it's gonna be for real. Like you don't have to worry about this happening again. <laughs> That's a very elaborate dream you had, bro. Melatonin gets me, dude. I I, I had a dream uh, probably a few weeks ago. Actually, I forgot about it until just now. I had a dream that I went to a wedding. I don't remember. I don't remember who the girl was that I was there with. Uh, she had she had red hair though. I, I was I, she was my date to this wedding, and we get there. And it's nothing but animals there, like animals walking around, sitting on the benches, and then there's like animals getting married, and they're like the the best man and the groomsmen are animals, the bridesmaids are different animals, like there are like rabbits and deers and tigers and bears and monkeys and snakes all around us. To get laid in the dream, I look over at my date and I and I'm like, isn't it weird that all these people are animals and we're not? And this girl like gives me the fucking business, bro, because I because I I'm I'm bitching that we're the only people there. Wow. She is like lashing out, like pointing her finger. How dare you say something like climate? that? This climate, ba 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 like just giving me the business because I asked a simple fucking question. So that's when I, that's whenever I woke up. Did you get, did you get invited to a wedding on Noah's Ark? I don't know. It was was it a furry convention? It was it was almost like they were cartoons, but the background in the church and me and her weren't cartoons. I had those dreams. It's kind of like Roger it was, Rabbit. No, it was kind of like the South Park episode with the the forest animals. Forest animals. Yeah, it was kind of like they they were all like really nice looking. They were all smiling, but they were. Well, I'm not saying they were doing that during the wedding, but did what you, I'm saying is is that it was a fucking strange ass dream. And did you Google that? No, I didn't. I didn't. But here, let's uh let's Google yours. All right, so. I faked my own death in a dream. And showed up to the funeral. Faked my own death dream. What I like to think is when you die, right before you go to wherever you're going to above and beyond, heaven or whatever, wherever you're going, I feel like it would be cool if the last thing you could do on earth is attend your own funeral. All right. So dream about faking own death is an omen for a sigh of relief. The intentions of a friend are pure and true. You're in need of a major change in your life. Your dream hints your fears of losing something that is important to you. You're asking yourself who you truly are and what makes you you. Uh, it says uh, fake. In your dream, fake in your dream is a hint for your anxieties and fears about the surgery, recovery, and life after surgery. You are too scattered. You need to approach your goals with practic- practicality. This dream draws attention to dependency and immaturity. <laughs> you don't want to be tied down. Own in your dream is an evidence for health concerns and anxieties about your well-being. Death death in this dream is about lost or missed opportunities. You may feel, be feeling some anxiety of not being on top of things. You need to work on controlling your emotions. This dream denotes your emotional, emotional state. You're trying to hide or blend into the background. Yeah. <clears throat> so your dream okay is way too weird there's no translation for it <laughs> dream of wedding attended by all animals <laughs> nope yeah and, and there's always stupid shit in dreams too like you're getting in a fight and you can only punch like this hard 
hate that. Or, or like you like your you you you're having a dream that you're drowning and really your 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 face is just in your pillow. Yeah, I've had the dream where I'm falling off of something and I'm falling out of bed. That yeah. sucks. I th- I think probably Inception. I think probably the weirdest dreams that I like, especially as a kid. Did you ever have dreams where you go to school with no pants on? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. I I like, it was almost weekly. Like I would I would have a dream where I'd go to school with nothing but a towel on and nothing under, underneath. Here's one of my here's one of, that's weird. Here's one of my dreams that. I have on the reg, like uh, like the the video games we played, or like a mobile phone game. Um, uh, what's it called? Like the you defend, like defend the castle, Clash of Clans. No, like you're you're defending your castle, and all these enemies are coming at you. Yeah, and you're shooting them. Yeah. So I have dreams like that of home invasion, where I'm literally like it's like waves wave, of yeah. yeah wave one like zombies basically uh call of duty zombies okay that just means you play too much call of duty zombies but it's not zombies is. it's people trying to get in my business and like kill me <laughs> um, trying to so get all up what, in my business so a dream about home intruders portrays an unintegrated unintegrated part of you that is unacknowledged yet seeks access into your house finger quotes okay since the house represents your inner architecture dreaming of an intruder can symbolize the need to accept and find compassion for a part of you that may be in hiding that was pretty pretty lame it's pretty deep yeah it's deep and lame i don't like big words like that man i don't like big words i don't care for them they're too big and they're words there's a dream that i googled once and i'm not going to google it now because it's going to take way too much to type in the search bar but I've had this one several times. It's a recurring dream. You okay. tell me what you think it means. Okay. I'm in a brightly colored camouflage Lamborghini every time. <laughs> okay. Every time. All right. Yellow camouflage. Yellow and purple usually. Right, it's very vivid. Like LSU colored? Camouflage, though. Very okay. important. All right. Got to get that trashy tidbit in there. Now, you remember in Jurassic Park when Chris Pratt's on his dirt bike and he's looking over and these Velociraptors are running with him, right? Yeah. Same concept, but they're chasing me, and they got guns. Velociraptors have guns. They do. They have to be very small guns. They're also they're, they're, their arms aren't that big, like pistols. Okay, so they're they're a Kimbo pistol. They're talking to me. They're like, "Dude, pull the fuck over, or I'm gonna kill you." Velociraptors are talking to you. All right. And this happens every time. I'm talking how I'm describing it happens every time, and I wake up and it pisses me off. So eventually I crash or I fly off. It's always like it's, it's a different scenario. Like it's, it's a beach or it's a very nice like a cliff and I crash. I'm crawling out, broken glass, and the Velociraptors, I look up and my, my P, point of view, my POV, if you will, is I can see the little, the, the toenail like the Velociraptor has <laughs> clicking. Okay. And I'm looking up and he goes, this can end however you want to. You can either stick your dick out. And I'm gonna bite it off, <laughs> or I'm gonna shoot you in the head. And every time they hold me down and they bite my dick off, and at that moment I wake up and go, <laughs> and I know what happened every time I wake up. I'm like I had the dream again. It's that one dream. I can't shake it. I don't. I don't have a therapist. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't really want to. Do you actually scream like that? I wake up and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, like in the movies when they have like a fever dream, they just wake yeah. up and they go, ha, 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 ha. yeah. I've I've never woken up from a dream covered in sweat like that. By the way, I've been covered in sweat several times. Mm, I don't know. Uh, what does that dream mean? 
<laughs> don't ever get around a Velociraptor. It's going to bite your dick off. I, I guess the dream for me, uh, don't get that camouflage Lamborghini. Ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid i have weird dreams i can start writing them down once a week <laughs> okay yeah please do start writing down all your dreams okay all right i gotta take a break coming back though we're gonna talk about something hang on it's live laugh lollygag with worm well look at your balls right now and tell me if you have stretch marks chris you're killing me and squints uh, i've seen what she's had inside her and she would not be interested in me live laugh lollygag thank you guys so much for uh, joining us tonight it's gonna be wrapping it up coming up here in just a few now what did you what did you ask me or are we gonna do another <clears throat> would you rather? Oh, I was just asking you, uh, would you like me to ask you again right now? Yeah. Would you rather pick up your son from jail or pick up your daughter from a frat house the next morning? Definitely pick up my son the next morning. Pick up your daughter from a frat house. Well, I don't I don't anytime. have a daughter, but if I did, <clears throat> pick up my son from jail. No thanks. Because if you pick up your daughter from a frat house, she's going to have to then pick you up from jail. Yeah, I'm burning that motherfucker to the ground. Is that bad of me to say? You better hope it's not a black fraternity because if you burn it down, that's a hate crime. True. Yep. I don't know. I like Whenever I think fraternity, though, I'm thinking like 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 douchey white guys. You talking about some Q-dogs or some noops? Nah, I ain't talking about them. They cool. Mm-hmm. Because see, here, here's here's my thing. Like, like I, I've I know a lot of a lot of uh, black guys that are in fraternities, and they are they literally it's all about brotherhood for them, legit. But it, it almost seems like with with these white fraternities, it's like we're gonna go out and get drunk and start a fight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not really like that. It's it's like it's different between both races. Oh, a hundred. You mean you mean to tell me there's differences in races? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's I've, not what I'm saying. I, I've worked in with college frat, like I've worked in bars with guys that were in frats. You know, there's, a lot of them grow up to be pretty cool guys. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them. I'm not saying pretty, they're all douchebags, but they're you know there's bad there's bad apples everywhere. Right. But, but I get what you're saying. I uh, remember I remember being in Ruston. We were we teaching at a bar. Uh, me and my old roommate Bobby. He was a bouncer at the club that I was working at. He was also my roommate, and uh, we stopped at the store on the way home. And there's a guy there, uh, a, a black gentleman. He had on some uh, some purple shoes with gold laces. Gold, la- yeah. And I was like, "Damn, those are some ugly ass shoes." He goes, "You better not say that to him." Yep. I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "That dude's a Q dog. That's what they do. They that's that's their thing. Up. They will fuck you up." <laughs> did he have, I was like, did "Okay." He have a, did you have a shaved head, like scalped? Uh, yes. Oh, maybe I don't know, but he 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 had the brand of the Q in his arm. Yeah, he might have been like a. Rec- not recruit, but uh, no. They the, the real ones. The real ones brand, literally brand a Q into their arm. Right. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah, but yeah, they they uh, you know, for them, it's all about brotherhood. And it's all about you know co- having connections, and you know, as you get older, you know, you'll be able to get a job because your Q dog brother helps you get this mm-hmm. job. You know, it's crazy, but it's all about partying for these other guys. I, I saw a room full of Q dogs one time, and I just very casually, obviously, I stick out like a white thumb. But I went, nope, <laughs> and literally like thirty-seven heads turned around and looked right at me like they knew that I was the dickhead. Well, I mean, you kind of were the dickhead. Yeah. So you, uh, you uh, uh, halftime at the Super Bowl this year, uh, which I'm probably not going to watch, to be honest. The Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't care. I just I don't care. I fell asleep. I, I didn't watch last year, and I fell asleep the night the year before. 
Yeah, I just uh, you know I, I don't care about either one of these teams that are playing. It's Roger Goodell put whoever the hell he wanted in there anyway, and I just I don't care. It's it's not a it's not that I you know oh uh, yeah I I I don't hate the Eagles football team. Hey, the I hate fans. their fucking fan base, dude. Their fan base Obnoxious. are the worst creatures on the fucking planet. They're worse and than the And if you're a Philadelphia fans. Eagles fan and you live in Philadelphia, fuck you. You're a straight-up piece of shit, and I'm glad Bill Burr made you feel like a fucking idiot that day and talked about the fucking Liberty Bell. Worst fans in, in all of professional sports. Absolutely. Would you say that? Absolutely. Not just Eagles. Now, I'm saying Philadelphia fans in general. Absolutely. Like, like you know, Cowboys fans are jerks. They're, they're, they're annoying. They're, they're annoying, but Eagles fans? Douchebags. Just straight up, just just abnormally douchey fucking assholes. Annoying and douchey. And they booed Santa Claus. They did what? You don't you remember that? No. They booed Santa at either the Eagles or the – it was the Eagles game. Booed him. <laughs> why? Just because it's fucking Philly? But uh, how, however – Why did Philadelphia fans boo Santa Claus? <laughs> but, that, dude, that thing of Bill Burr – Fucking destroying everything they love is hilarious. What are you laughing at? Tied seven to seven. I already know where this is going. Tied seven to seven at halftime. The Eagles brought out Santa Claus as part of the halftime Christmas parade. But Eagles fan upset by the poor season pelted him with snowballs. <laughs> this affair has gone down in NFL and sports lore as a representation of the passion, but also the outrageous behavior of Philadelphia sports fans, aka y'all suck. Yeah, y'all suck ass. If you're if you're listening in Philadelphia right now, fuck you. You're, you're a, dis- you're a disgrace also. to the human the human race. Cowboys fans, we 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 still hate you just as much, but not as much as we do Eagles fans. And they're and they're like mortal enemies too. Like could you imagine going to a neutral site game between the Cowboys and the Eagles? I would I honestly I, I would I would rather just stick my head inside of a freezer and freeze my face off, I think. What are you what are you over there looking at? Uh oh! Chris Stapleton is not doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Who is? He's doing the national anthem. Oh, who's doing? Who's doing halftime? Rihanna. Yeah, I'll pass. I'm good. Was it last year that had all the the West Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, the yeah that was last year, it. and then it was the weekend. I think the year before that. That was good. The weekend put on a pretty good show. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care for the weekend, but he definitely put on a performance. Put on a great show. Now the best one of all time. Hands down, don't Prince. say Jan Jackson. Prince, oh yeah, Prince and Michael Jackson, both. Yeah, Prince and Michael Jackson, and dude, it just happened to start fucking raining during Purple Rain. Are you kidding me? Like that was, was fate, homie. It's an indoor stadium. I'm pretty sure it started raining. Pretty sure it did. Anyway, regardless, regardless, still the best. Uh, him and Michael Jackson, both, the best halftime show. Okay, I'm confused. Why? So I know that Cheryl Lee Ralph also will be doing the so Babyface, Chris Stapleton, and Cheryl Lee Ralph are going to be performing in the Super Bowl pre-show. Babyface, God, him? damn, I've heard that name since like '92. But this is a this is this is one of the top stories along with that. Cheryl Lee Ralph will sing the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl. I don't understand that. There's a white national anthem and a black national anthem? I thought we just had a national anthem. This is not me being edgy. This is me legit going, what? Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Anyway. 
research that. Yeah. So we got to get out of here, guys. Uh, it's it's our time to uh, to get out of here. Uh, you guys have a great one and uh, enjoy uh, whatever it is uh, that you guys enjoy. And uh, we will catch you guys uh, on here uh, next week. I promise we're not going to take another week off. I swear. No promises. <laughs> Squints is not going to make that promise, but I am. I, I promise that we're not going to. I'll get on here and do the show myself if I have to. I have a lot to talk about next week. Yeah. You guys have a good one, and uh, we will catch you uh, next week, okay? Bye. Bye.